Previously on Vanderpump Rules, Jax told me Tom and Ariana hooked up, and now he won't admit to anything. Some bro code is happening, and he's covering Tom's ass. I think in Cabo, I will have to seduce and manipulate his ass into talking about everything that he knows. We're such well, a good friend. Such a good plan. So you're all going to Cabo. Stassi needs some moral support, and I'm like, I'm there to. Oh, you're going there to get wasted and have a laugh. <laughs> of you than be in a van with all four of them. I don't even want to tell you what she said in the van. If she would rather be gang banged, why are you here for my f***ing birthday? No, it's cheating, drugs. Yes, it is your f***ing fault. Why are you so crazy? Yo, shut the off, man. I don't want to pull, like, the it's my birthday card, but I would prefer to not have drinks thrown on people tonight. You have to come more. Stop bitching. What do you want me to say? I'm losing my mind right now. You really want to walk away? This is just more embarrassing. No, 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 please. Please. This is my birthday dinner, Kate. Sassy's birthday just went to sh**. Welcome to Vanderpump Rob's A Sexy, Unique Recap Podcast. I'm Rob Schulte. As we reach the final story arc of this season, I'd like all of my listeners to really soak up everything that's been happening. If you already know how this season ends, then you can appreciate how we got here. And if you don't, then I'd like to know your thoughts on the season thus far. Feel free to shoot me an email at VanderpumpRobs at gmail.com or leave your thoughts in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. On today's episode, I welcome Stuart Fullerton, comic and host of the podcast, Stayin' Humble with Stu. But before that, I'd like to submit a couple more trading card ideas. I think we've all gone long enough noticing these two particular items and not addressing them. One of these would be a trading card dedicated to Lisa Vanderpump's cup of tea. The tea deserves to be showcased. The next would be a trading card that's equivalent to the tea, but for Kristen. And of course, that would be a gross pack of cigarettes. Just imagine... Both of these cards in a special trading card foil, shiny and bright, at the end of your booster pack. It'd be a dream. But for now, I think it's time we get into the recap. It's Season 2, Episode 11 of Vanderpump Rules, The Ultimatum. It's a beautiful day in Cabo, and the birthday dinner continues. Stassi's frustrated because she treats her birthday like an international holiday, and Katie is not helping because Katie's overwhelmed with what happened the night before. Kristen tries to play the mediator, but, surprise, doesn't help. Katie leaves the table, and Stassi yells at her. I have spent the last couple of days being so insanely patient that for you to say that I'm being cruel and impatient is ridiculous. And I think you should probably think about that. 
Tom Schwartz attempts to console Katie and apologizes for his drunk actions. He admits he was out of line and doesn't deflect, which is something we have become used to people doing on this show. On the other side of the hotel, Stassi jumps into bed and complains to Kristen, Sheena, and Christina Kelly about how her birthday is ruined. It's my f***ing birthday because I was born today. That is until Sheena has all the girls get up, get out, take their clothes off, and continue the skinny dipping tradition. While at the same time, the boys do shots at the bar. Jack says he wants to take a break, though, and make sure that Stassi's doing okay. So he creeps over by the pool, and he pulls her aside to, quote, check on her, which almost immediately turns into an intense conversation, or as some may call, an argument. Stassi drops the Tom Sandoval and Ariana discussion. But the night is such a show already. It's like, it. Might as well confront Jax about this Tom and Ariana thing. You already told me that Sandoval f***ed Ariana? No, I didn't. I don't even know what to say to you right now because you're Listen, lying to my face. I'm not lying to you. You're lying. You were lying. You were lying. You're a douche. You won't fess up and be honest about it. I just, it. I can't throw my friend under the bus. Oh, okay, so you right. can just half throw him under the bus. But what folks don't know is that back at Sir, Lisa has been super impressed with Ariana, even to the point of joking about making her a manager. See, in Jax's interview, he then says that Tom has told him that he's had relations with Ariana, which he then completely admits to Stassi poolside. Ugh, my lord. So in Stassi's hotel room, Stassi tells Katie and Sheena the rumor, and then she tells Kristen privately. Kristen doesn't take this very well. I gotta say, this vacation kinda sucks. Kristen then downs about four shots of tequila in a row, which can't be good for her liver, but instead of confronting anyone, she goes to sleep, which one could say is progress. Rise and shine, ladies. What are we doing today? Stassi set up some kind of like booze cruise. How about we go on like a sober cruise? Yeah. I wish we could all just go have a good day together and be like, I wish, yeah, I wish for world peace, but you know, (laughs) doesn't happen. At the boys' apartment, Sheena comes over the next morning. Good morning. Hi. And it's like, yo, Jax, what did you say to Stassi last night? And Jax shits a brick. Sheena knows Jax shoved a grenade up her butt with the gangbang comment, so she has no problem shoving a grenade up his butt. Friend of the podcast, Peter Magical, smartly stays quiet during all of this. Poolside, Kristen calls over Jax to have him look at her in the eye and tell her what Tom told him. Jax deflects. He doesn't want to do this at Cabo. But he did want to do this when Stassi asked him. Yeah, I do. Kristen loves to kill the messenger. Take it up with your boyfriend. I don't know anything for sure. Don't tell me you don't know for sure because you told her last night otherwise. No, I didn't. I never said that. 
Are you serious right now? Jax, you told me that Tom admitted this to you. I'm not entertaining this right now. If I might have said something when I was drunk, and be like, oh, there's maybe, maybe I did, but I don't know anything for sure. Old Sandy adamantly says this is not true. He did not cheat on Kristen. None of the things Jax is saying has any validation. It's, it's just not true. And he rolls his eyes. Looking back at this scene years later, I gotta feel for Kristen. So many lies floating around. She doesn't know what to believe. And quite frankly, this is good, bad, wrong, right? This is just stressful. Anyway, later that day, Kristen interrupts Stassi's pool time with more drama. She needs support from her friends. And Stassi just wants champagne and party time. Kristen has this really great idea of calling Lisa. Hi, Lisa, it's Kristen. Some things are going down in Cabo between Tom and I regarding the Ariana situation, long story short. And... I would absolutely love to, but unfortunately, Jax's big mouth is kind of ruining that because he told Saucy last night that there's truth to the cheating. I don't know enough about that, Kristen. What I'm asking you is that I would prefer Ariana not to work at Sir at all. But if that's not a possibility, then I don't think I can work at Sir anymore. It has to be me or Ariana. I mean, is Kristen out of her mind giving me an ultimatum? I'm a boss, for God's sake. So Kristen finally says she's moving out of her apartment and that the rest of the trip, she's going to get drunk and avoid Tom Sandoval. And I'm sure this will go exactly to plan. The gang party on a pirate ship and eventually all realize that Jax isn't there. But all of a sudden, he decides to show up with a group of mystery ladies. Whoa, 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 Stassi. Jax and ten girls? It's disgusting. I'm done trying to make everyone happy. You know, Stassi threw me under the bus. Kristen's yelling and screaming at me. Jax's new friends are like, uh, Jax, you left out some details um, about this party being one that it's your ex-girlfriend's birthday booze cruise. I think we're going to leave. To lighten the mood, Schwartz suggests they all play a swashbuckling game of spin the bottle, which gets everyone's moods up. Back at Sir, Lisa talks to Guillermo about Kristen's ultimatum, and they are both in agreement that Kristen causes trouble, and Ariana is a great employee. They pull Ariana aside and give her the heads up about Kristen, and lets her know the situation and allows her to go back to Villa Blanca if she wants it. She doesn't need to be at Sir if it's going to be too much trouble. But Ariana doesn't want that. Ariana wants to stay at Sir. And south of the border... It's club time for the group. Day drinking, and now night drinking. Shitfaced is the destination for this crew. Jax gets yelled at a lot for bringing those new friends, so he leaves the group and takes one of his new friends to the hotel. He doesn't need to be at the club when he can just have some one-on-one time with his new friend. Friend of the podcast, Sheena, speaks with Stasi about the common ground of all of their problems on the trip. That would be Jax. Honestly, at the end of the day, I feel like these 
word to describe him. I feel humiliated that I dated someone like that. Like, it is so embarrassing. I can't even imagine. After a dance montage, Kristen and Katie have a moment. Katie wants Kristen to promise that she'll gather the strength to end things with Tom Sandoval, which Kristen does promise. The next morning, Kristen is missing. She's found by Stassi and Katie in Tom Sandoval's bed and is told she looks dumb for going back to him after everything she's said. Months of drama. Why, Kristen? You never will break up with him. So you're going to be one of those sad, pathetic women who lets their boyfriend treat them like Side note, after a night of drinking, it's maybe not the best time to confront someone. Everybody came to Cabo and yelled and screamed at each other. Another birthday of disaster. I actually came to Cabo and made some friends. Does anybody need an vacation from a vacation? Well, it was an epic episode to say the least. Did I miss anything? Let me know. Fanderpumprobs at gmail.com. After the break, Stuart Fullerton. You don't want to miss this conversation. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, when you take that first sip of tea in the morning and you're like, today might be okay. Well, this podcast is kind of like that, but for your ears and hopefully your heart. I'm Leah Palmieri and I'm the host of the brand new podcast, A Sip of Positivity. The world is wild these days, but when you just need a little break and something nice, that's where I come in. I'll be chatting with actors, authors, influencers, and other lovely people about the things that are helping them get through these very unpredictable times. It's a look on the bright side and it's a sip of positivity. Available now. Welcome back to Vanderpump Robs. It's a spectacular episode. Um, unlike any other episode I've ever done, quite frankly. But uh, what you'll have noticed is most of my interviews have been over the summer of 2020, and who wants to go back there? Why do we need to keep going back there? I mean, there's going to be a few more episodes with that, but I decided, you know, with episode uh, 11, let's just jump into the now, or the relatively now, the the 2021 of all of this. So my guest today is comic and host of the podcast, Stayin' Humble with Stu. It's Stuart Fullerton. Hello. Hi, Rob. Thank you for having me. There's nothing I love more than talking about season two of Vanderpump Rules. We both uh, met through uh, Peter Madrigal's Social Happy Hour live YouTube stuff. We also know Joe, who's got like practically his own segment on that show these days. Yeah. Um, but we also just found out that we watched this same show and could talk hours about it. Start me off just to paint a picture for me. Um what is like your television evolution? You know, at okay. what point did you get to, well, VPR is all that matters. So my evolution is actually crazy. This is a good story. So 
I have a very insane mother. Um, and long story short, she did not let, allow us to watch TV ever as kids. So I, I didn't grow up with a TV, which is like wow. crazy. People wow. don't even believe me when I tell them that, but it's totally true. So I never watched TV, but I've always been like, obs- you know, when you like deprive yourself of something, then you're more obsessed. Yes. Yes. So like I was just a pop culture obsessed kid, like trying to get the little nuggets of information. And then when I went to college, I had like a laptop and that's when like we all started watching TV on the laptops. So then I just went buck wild, but I actually (laughs) always hated reality TV. I was like, I can't watch this. Like, it's so weird. And then unfortunately my start into reality TV was with the bachelor, which now I can't even watch. I'm like, Oh, it's, I'm like, Oh God, I can't watch this anymore. But I started with the bachelor. And then I was like, this is fun. Like this is better than scripted. Like people are just nuts. So, and I just get to watch people be nuts. And the editing of course is hilarious. Makes the show. Oh yeah. And then cut to probably 2017. I'm living in Bushwick with roommates. (laughs) I hate I'm poor. I'm a waitress bartender. (laughs) And I just one day start watching Vanderpump rules and my life has just changed ever since. Yes. (laughs) I didn't start watching until I moved to New York, and um, uh, I I told this story on an episode that came out, but it's just it was just really funny. It would be something my partner she would be watching, and I would catch glimpses of it until it just like something hooked me that I was like, oh wait, no, I don't don't fast forward that part. I need to know what's going on, and just that, just me taking the time to watch that episode myself. Well, now I got to know what this means. And I got to just start at the beginning, you know? You're like, is Tom Schwartz good or evil? No one I knows. don't know. But he does love unlimited breadsticks. I know. Well, I will say as a New Yorker, watching Vanderpump Rules is so therapeutic just for them being in LA. Like yes. the music, the way they dress is so yes. different. Like it's always warm. They're in like that alley, like it's just so different than our New York life. Being able to ride BMX bikes around like right. neighborhoods. Like what? <laughs> I don't get it. Exactly. And I also, to your point, I will say Vanderpump Rules is so gender neutral. Yeah. Like yeah. the housewives probably aren't, but Vanderpump Rules, it's like everyone, like the men are acting crazy and the women are acting crazy. Yeah. Like we have it all. I mean, not everyone has worked in a restaurant or bar scenario, but a lot of people have, including yes. the two people in this Zoom conversation right now. <laughs> and, and you know, it's not a, a revolutionary thought, but I do think it. everyone has that like, oh my God, the drama here, just put a camera in this place and you'll get a freaking story. And this just like cements that for everyone who's ever had that thought. It's so true. Like everyone's like Vanderpump Rules. They're a group of friends. I'm like, no, they're waitresses. Yeah. Just like the next level. Like when you're a waitress, like you'll just like be hungover, sleep with your boss, smoke cigarettes. Like you just act nuts when you're mm-hmm. waitressing or bartending. So like, yeah, that's my favorite part about Vanderpump. Oh my god. Well, I think no time like the present to get into some of the three things that really stuck in your craw positively or negatively i don't know in this episode both (laughs) let's just start with the cake on the table this whole trip is stassi's birthday 
which Rob, you know, I know, we all know there is no better episode in Vanderpump Rules than the episode each season where it is Stassi's birthday. Yep. <laughs> it always delivers. It's such a disconnect for me because I'm like, everyone likes their birthday. Stassi, do you not understand that everyone likes their birthday? But then like <laughs> to also think I've reached the level where it's like, I'm going to do what I want to do and it's my day. But she hasn't reached the level of thinking past the like, well, yeah, but everyone does that. Yeah. Well, one of, one of my favorite things about Stassi is her logic. Like, uh-huh. it's just so next. Like, no one I know thinks like her. Like, she'd be like, it's my birthday and I invited you. So if you have a fight with your boyfriend, then you need to tell your boyfriend to take it out. And if you're not, if not, you're not a good friend. Yeah. And I'm freaking out. And it's like. you're literally she makes her friends jump through the craziest hoops and also like another hilarious thing is like isn't she 23 during all this and then everyone else is like 27 yeah so it's like why are all these like older women not older but like older than her older than her women just like bowing (laughs) down to her it's mind-boggling and like (laughs) you part of you probably just knows like oh if this is someone who's still like this birthday mode, like I'm not breaking through that wall. Yeah, all. I'm not going to be. Well, it's like if you're going to get and she gets like diabolical about birthdays. It's like I actually am a big birthday person. Like I definitely like to have a, sure. you know, I let people know I definitely want a cake. I'll expect, you know, a certain level of like celebration for it. Yes. But never have I just like then ruined every birthday. And then been like, <laughs> but because of the birthday. This, but because that, that, of the this. birthday. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> yeah. We all know that like a trip is going to be involved in a show like this. Absolutely. They, at this point used her birthday as that trip. But we're still like, <laughs> well, it's if it wasn't for my birthday, you wouldn't be in Cabo. Oh, with oh at one point in this episode, she's like, I planned this for six months. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It's like, what did you do? Tell production that you're ready to fly there? Like, Yeah. And please get Lisa to get me an upgrade on my room. Exactly. Uh, that has a, uh, a blow dryer because Jax will need that. Lisa uh, loves to upgrade those rooms. Oh, man. She always comes in at the last moment. It's like, I've upgraded your room. It's like, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> it's so funny to see their room versus like when Sheena comes to like talk to Jax and everyone later. And it's just like the two queen beds and everyone's oh just God. like hung over as shit. Wait, do you remember like when Sheena and Peter had to share a room? That was so sad. Oh my God, I forgot about that. That's like season seven or something. Yeah. Oh man. God, there's just so much that happens because, you know, we're just to put a, a, a bow on top of this birthday present. Is it season four or something that Stassi's not on the show? Somewhere around there. So season uh, three, she okay. leaves, and then like four is her, I believe. Kind of coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because it's after that that like we f- really f- start finding out that Ariana's birthday is like the next day. The same day. There's <laughs> so much potential here. That is so funny. We always find out like years later that Ariana has like secretly been struggling through life. Like uh-huh. years later, we're like, actually, Ariana's dad died when everyone was just like roasting her constantly. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Poor God. Ariana. But I will say I love season two because Ariana now is has cooled off a little bit. I miss like bitchy Ariana. I remember like when she was like, 
I'm smarter than you. I'm yep. bigger than you. I'm better than you. Like, oh, and you know, my favorite moment of Ariana is when she says, I take comedy very, very seriously. Oh, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite moment is when she does a robot voice at DJ James Kennedy's studio, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, addressed in the introduction of the fancy AF uh i'm obsessed cocktail book i was like oh i gotta go rewatch that episode that part is great (laughs) um i mean how can you get better than the show i mean i i can't explain i can't beg anyone any more people to watch i spend most of my time being like just watch vanderpump rules you have to (laughs) and you're gonna get hooked um friend of the podcast and uh past guest uh, Dan Kennedy, who's done a lot with like the moth and stuff, watched an episode for me for this show and then immediately binged the entire show. <laughs> God. Um, okay. Let's talk about Kristen's ultimatum because okay. that was in this. I, I can't even imagine doing that on the so a, my, like a holiday. Sorry. I am so obsessed with the ultimatums on Vanderpump Rules. Like they happen <laughs> once a season. It's always like I'm obsessed with it. But like to just imagine, like I've worked, I've worked every job. Like I've been like an assistant. I've been a bartender. I've been a flower shop person. I've worked at a pizza restaurant. You know, like I've worked every job. And I've been a degenerate as well. Like very similar to these people. I've been a full degenerate. Understood. Never have I ever called one of my bosses. <laughs> while I'm in Cabo smoking a cigarette and gone like, Hey, so like things with like Tom are like really bad. So like Ariana like can't work at Sir anymore. (laughs) As it's like cutting to like Ariana, like making eight drinks at once cocktail style. Ariana's like slaving away at the bar, but like, and okay, first of all, Lisa historically hates Kristen. Like, yeah. What world is, Lisa gonna fall for this ultimatum. It's not the same as Katie's ultimatum with the James situation. Yeah, not but, at like, all. That was different because Lisa loves Katie, but like Lisa hates you, Kristen. She's obviously not gonna like change the work schedule for you. No, we've all had that next day feeling after getting super drunk and like, ah, oh, do I need to call my boss because and I gave she- them. Yeah. Just blazes through that feeling. Just like, doesn't even take two seconds. Um, that's my favorite thing about Kristen as well, just really yeah. quick. Like, she just doesn't, like, anyone anyone normal would be like, okay, you know what? I'm on TV. There are cameras here. I'm going to, like, <laughs> put on a little mascara. I'm maybe not going to chain smoke cigs. I'm not going to call my boss and be like, hey, so like, <laughs> And Kristen just like steamrolls past all of the feelings and then just gives us just an unhinged woman on TV. And that's why I'm obsessed with Kristen. I just love when she like, you can tell like that Stassi and Christina Kelly and Katie go off to just order some lunch at the pool. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> like Kristen we just like, eat. she just comes over and she's like, hi, I'm fine, by the way. And they're like, we just <laughs> wanted some food. She's like, she's like, just none of you checked, but like, I'm fine. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. And like, that's the point where I almost wanted to just be like, it's Stassi's birthday. You know, like I turned into that. It, I know. You know? Um, <laughs> I think that like so much of this trip was so that no one could leave 
and this could really like just start festering and getting worse and worse and the uh, Stasi wanting to like suggestively get information from Jax while at the same time like Kristen is imploding. Yeah, this is when we get that good, good Stasi logic. She's like, so all I have to do is seduce my ex-boyfriend <laughs> and then he'll tell me the truth and then I'll go tell Kristen and then Kristen will go tell Lisa. Meanwhile, Kristen and Tom are not have not spoken a word. No. <laughs> like, that's my favorite part. Like, if you think your boyfriend's cheating on you, like, maybe you could ask your boyfriend instead yeah. of 40 other people before then getting to your boyfriend. You know, what's really crazy is like hearing you explain it like that. It's like, <laughs> this feels like a, like, I love Lucy scenario, you know? Literally, yes. It's like, like oh, you know, if I could just have you talk to you and be honest, then all of this wouldn't matter. But then all of this wouldn't matter. Like you have to go through Mr. Mooney and, you know, <laughs> Wow. And then oh my, my favorite God. part of the whole episode, I have to say this so I don't forget, yes. is when Stassi, before she talks to Jax about, you know, like, I know you have to tell me things. <laughs> in her in her talking head confessionals, she goes, it would be one thing if, like, everyone was getting along and the trip was going great. But since it's not going great, I might as well just find out more about <laughs> yeah. Kristen and Dom. And then she's like, I know I shouldn't tell Kristen this, and it's going to make her lose her mind. However, the trip's already going badly, so I might as well. It's like, I could do something not evil, or I could make really great television. (laughs) Or I can be a producer. (laughs) That's why, like, people can say all they want about Stassi, and yes, she is obviously problematic, but, like, She's working. She yeah. is working. She knows what she's doing when those cameras are on. Exactly. Um, okay, so we got to get to this final third point that you brought to the table. I, You know, I can't read it very well, but it's something about Jax not necessarily being the most tactful person in the world. Uh, yeah, so what had happened was Jax showed up with 10 women, not once, but twice. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and this is why, I mean, Jax is the ultimate. Like, when when Bravo found Jax, I mean, they should have just, like, sold their stock. Like, yeah. seriously. Like, he is the ultimate. He'll I do want that children's production. book, when, when Bravo found Jax. When Bravo found Jax, and also maybe I think him and Brittany could maybe write a little children's book, Ooh. The Beer Cheese and the Bandit. Yeah, I was going to say, throw some beer cheese in there. I'm sorry. Go on. But Jax is just amazing. It's like right when everything's awful, he's told on his best friend, he's tattooed his ex-girlfriend's name on his arm and then promptly like just not tried to get back with her. Oh, Lord. The ghost in the background of all of this is that he slept with Kristen. Yeah. Like. That we don't know yet. <laughs> but we should, you know, going back and rewatching this. It, it, it's, it's in, it's hard to believe that someone would try this hard to make their life a living hell. Harder. Yeah. He literally makes, I don't know, like he must not get anxiety. Like you're right. What you we were saying earlier, like you wake up in the morning and you like feel anxiety after like, a night where you even fight with like, yes, if you have a normal fight with like your boyfriend or something, and yes. these people just blaze right through that. And Jack showed up with 10 girls 
not once. He showed up at the pirate ship. Yep. And then he showed up at the bar again yep. with the 10 girls. And my favorite part of this whole thing is when um, he he said something to Peter. Was He said something to Peter. He was like, was everyone this grumpy like before? And Peter was like, no, it was pretty much when you showed up with 10 girls <laughs> <laughs> that this got bad. <laughs> Man, I love like how... <laughs> How great of an edit Peter got in this whole Cabo trip because they like barely cut to like Peter being wasted in that pirate outfit. It'll just be like, yeah, like he's just like wasted. Yeah, this was, I think, like the first Peter the Pirate, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And and then he'll they'll just cut to him and he's just like looking like side to side. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're like, can can anyone tell? He's definitely like a normal guy. Like and yeah. all these other guys are like ready to do drama. <laughs> I feel like Peter's just not. And uh, you know, so they end that boat ride with a with spin the bottle to just shake things up about a bit. Which I'm obsessed with when they do things like when on Vanderpump Rules when they do things like skinny dipping, spin the bottle, and they just act like they're having just like a hoot of a time. Like, can oh you imagine God. being like an adult and being like giggling with spin the bottle? <laughs> well, especially like looking at like how much free time they have like you guys have time to like skinny dip like yeah like i would be worried about the cops coming and then like that ruining my next three weeks because of the money it's, i gotta spend oh they give no they have no rules oh, they're literally man. like in college without being in college that's true that is one thing i forgot that you even said earlier, you know, Stasi's 23, everyone else is like borderline 30 or 40 if you're jacks. <laughs> and that is when people skinny dipped for the most part. It's like 23. I know, you like know? 23. Like, and Stasi controls everyone. Oh so I my guess God. they just like. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this episode is amazing though. When Kristen, wait, another thing that I wanted to bring up from this episode is when Kristen, uh, she's like, I really need some tequila right now. And then the editors just do like a shot of her pouring gold Jose Cuervo, which like I wouldn't even drink if it was the last thing on yeah. earth, like gold <laughs> Jose Cuervo into orange juice and just like, Oh my shots God. And then taking shots and taking shots. And like Kristen has shown up, like we were talking about this earlier, but there's an element to this that I don't know because I never watched, uh, the only housewives I've watched from the beginning is New York. Mm. And so I've seen episodes here and there of like Beverly Hills and stuff. But my girlfriend, Mrs. Columbo, has like pointed out Kristen in old Beverly Hills episodes yes. and stuff. And I'm like, man, she has worked there for a long time. For years. And it's it's just strange to think like, I don't know when everyone else joined in for the show and for the restaurant but like to think that like these people aren't hired they actually were just you know like drama filled and we're like we got to put a camera in here they and that's what i think sets banner and they you know they the cast thinks of themselves very highly in that regard but i actually also do too like it is the only reality show that really was not cast at all yeah and like That's they true. really were friends before and their drama really was good. And I think season one, they were like playing around season two, the one we're talking about. Once Jax, once we found out that Jax and Kristen banged, like yep. they were set for life. They yep. were set for life. 
Man, and I will hip you to this. Like, I love how much this keeps going into other seasons where it is people who work at Sir, and it's not as much of like we're finding people because at the famous yeah. photo shoots that they all have at the Lisa's pool. Oh yeah. Um, Obsessed. James Kennedy is there and we don't meet James Kennedy until season three. It's like the busser and you're yep. like, Oh, little did we know we would get a star. <laughs> yep. Yep. I love James by the way. I hate them yeah. all for how much they, they make us not get more James. Yeah. That actually is the only thing that really pisses me off about like Stasi is that I do believe she has like control production wise. Mm. And just because she is like the star. Yeah. And I'm like, give me James. Give me that new girl, Charlie. Give Charlie. Me that girl, we need more Charlie. More Charlie. Give me that girl, Danica, who has to blow. Yes. Not, not Danica, the other Danica. Danica's but the great. One- Danica was a guest on my show last season. She's we need awesome. more of Danica. Like, she like. Her and her boyfriend like had like all these crazy fights, and that was not on Vanderpump Rules. No. Yeah, we need more Danica, Charlie, James. I love the new. The I love the younger generation. Yeah, and uh, James is like recent upgrade in me- mentality. Is, if that's a word, you know, he was a great <laughs> in season eight. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes, agreed. Now we've reached that point of the episode where I ask you to tell me about your podcast or where people can find you and like, yeah, you want to plug. Yes, absolutely. So I definitely want to plug Vanderpump rules. It's an amazing show. <laughs> Everyone go watch it. Um, Sheena's amazing as well. I, I feel like we didn't talk enough about Sheena, but she, she was smart and ducked out of a lot of things happening in this episode. She ducked out of this episode a lot. I feel like her and Shay were maybe going through some things. <laughs> Probably. We'll get, come back on, on a more Sheena centric we'll, episode. On a more she- you know, I love my Sheena. So, yeah, so, yes, I am a comedian here in New York City. I have a podcast called Staying Humble with Stu. It's on Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm on Instagram at Stuart and Chill and also on Twitter as the same. Excellent. Thank you so much for being on Vanderpump Robs. Thank you for having me. Anytime it's someone that's not just like, yeah, sounds fun, but it's like, no, I love that show. Is always a great conversation. No, I'm passionate. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get you on next season as well, and I will make sure to direct a lot of traffic your way to the podcast world. I love it. Thank you, Stuart. I will And talk you'll to have you to later. come on my podcast too. Anytime. I'm happy to do we'll, it. We'll, we'll do it big. All right. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks again to Stuart Fullerton for being my guest on the show. I had a blast. Hopefully you'll come back for season three. All right. We've reached the dumpster moment of today's episode. This particular Vanderpump Rules episode, like most, had a well of choices I could choose from for the dumpster moment. But I'm going to go with the argument at the pool, but particularly the point that is inaudible because it's when Sheena and Shay walk up on an argument and decide to slowly back up and walk away. It was perfect. Here's that moment. What do you mean stop blaming Jack? He didn't make it up, Tom. Yes, he did. He's not going to call you out and tell Saucy that you hooked up with another girl behind my back if it wasn't true. Why would he do that? I don't know. I don't know, Kristen. I don't know. Well, that's it for this episode. 
Thanks again to Stuart Fullerton. That was a great interview. Thank you, Maria Hill, for editing this masterpiece of an episode. And to Jeremy Siegel for composing all of the music. Please leave this podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend. And if the excitement is there, maybe I'll get to season three sooner than originally planned. If you'd like to find out about more podcasts that I make, visit pinkjeansproductions.com. Either way, I'll see you next time on Vanderpump Robs. Wait, Rob? Is that who we're talking about? Yeah.